This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, February 24th. You're listening to WNBF. Binghamton City Attorneys showed up with police officers in garbage trucks to clean up a home that had become a neighborhood nuisance. The house at 314 Prospect Street in the First Ward had been targeted under the city's lockdown law after a man was shot there. Representatives of the Binghamton's Corporation Council's office were accompanied by police and trash crews when they visited the home around 12.45 p.m. Thursday. Police called for more officers a short time later when they encountered some resistance. Neighbors applauded as public works employees loaded garbage and old furniture into a couple of waiting trucks. One man watching the spectacle from across the street said it's about time. Entrances to the building were being boarded up as some of the trash was removed. Mayor Jared Cram last September said a warning letter had been sent to the owner of the Prospect Street property because it had been deemed a public nuisance. At the time, the mayor said the owner had 30 days to submit a corrective action plan to the city to address the problems. If the issues weren't addressed, the city could go to court to seek a temporary closing of the premises. In an email to WMBF News Thursday, Cram said the property owners were being served a preliminary injunction. A city court hearing on the proposed lockdown is scheduled for March 6th. The mayor said this is the latest step in the city prosecuting the property owners following the lockdown warning. He said if the city is successful at next month's hearing, the property will be locked down. The city has used the lockdown law sparingly over the last decade. It's generally been employed for nightclubs or after-hours establishments following ongoing criminal activity. New York Governor Kathy Hochul has criticized Congressman George Santos for backing a measure that would designate the AR-15 rifle as the national gun of the United States. Santos, who represents a Long Island district, is co-sponsoring the bill with fellow Republicans Andrew Clyde of Georgia and Lauren Boebert of Colorado. In a statement released Thursday, Hochul said it is outrageous and appalling that Santos would attach his name to the legislation. Hochul said this weapon of war has been used in mass shootings across the country, including at a top supermarket in Buffalo, where the shooter used a modified AR-15 to murder 10 people in a despicable act of white supremacist terror. Authorities said 18-year-old Peyton Gendron of Conklin brought the semi-automatic Bushmaster XM-15 rifle at an Endicott gun shop. The proposed legislation, supported by Santos, would declare an AR-15-style rifle chambered in a 223 Remington round or a 5.56 by 45 millimeter NATO round, the national gun. Hochul said the bill, which attempts to glorify the weapons that often have been used in mass shootings, adds unforgivable insult to injury for those who have lost loved ones to such violence. The Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force executed a search warrant at 383 Cobb Road in the town of Maine. As a result of the search, law enforcement officers seized over $10,000 in methamphetamine and a number of weapons, including illegal pistols and rifles, high-capacity magazines, and ammunition. As a result of the investigation, 32-year-old Corey Dixon from the town of Maine was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the second degree, two counts of criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, three counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, nine counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal possession of stolen property in the fourth degree, and criminally using drug paraphernalia in the second degree. Broome County Sheriff Fred Akshar stated this case is another remarkable victory for the collective teamwork of our local law enforcement agencies. Getting dangerous narcotics and illegal weapons out of circulation is key to building a safer future for our families. And I applaud the detectives and officers for all their hard work getting it done for our community. 
On Wednesday, New York State approved a measure to lower the hourly threshold for farm workers to qualify for overtime pay to 40 hours in 2032. The hourly threshold for farm workers in New York to start receiving overtime pay will be lowered from 60 hours per week to 40 hours per week by 2032. Beginning in 2024, the threshold will be lowered to 56 hours per week before receiving overtime pay. The threshold will continue to decrease over the years until it reaches 40 hours per week by 2032. Roberta Reardon, New York State Department of Labor Commissioner, said it would ensure equity for farm workers who are the very backbone of our agricultural sector. Following the finalization of the change, State Senate GOP leader Rob Ort stated our family farmers are already struggling with skyrocketing inflation, high unemployment insurance taxes, and a severe worker shortage. This is one more burdensome mandate passed on by unelected bureaucrats that will cause more harm. Farm owners have fought back against the measure over recent months, claiming that lowering the overtime pay threshold will threaten family farms by driving up labor costs. New York plans to counteract the negative economic impact the new overtime hours threshold could have on New York farmers by expanding tax credits for farmers as part of Governor Kathy Hochul's budget plan. Farm owners would be able to receive a tax credit of $1,200 per employee and a refundable overtime tax credit was established to help farm employers pay the increased overtime hourly wages. A man riding in a car with his cousin shot and killed another passenger, then returned to the same neighborhood near Orlando hours later and shot four more people, killing a journalist covering the original shooting and a nine-year-old girl. Orange County Sheriff John Mina characterized the shootings Wednesday as random acts of violence. Mina said during a news conference Thursday that 19-year-old Keith Melvin Moses has been arrested and charged with first-degree murder in the initial shooting that killed 38-year-old Natasha Augustin and that numerous more charges would follow. Spectrum News 13 identified the slain reporter as Dylan Lyons. Authorities say the gunman also killed Tyona Major and critically wounded her mother at a nearby home. The White House is calling on congressional Republicans to increase the fines levied on rail companies for safety violations in the wake of the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. There are still safety and health concerns among residents in the village after dozens of train cars being pulled by Norfolk Southern went off the tracks on February 3rd and released chemicals into the area. The White House says that the highest fine that can be charged to companies for violations involving the transportation of hazardous material is $225,455. That's less than 1% of Norfolk Southern's profits last year of $3.27 billion. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, chance of snow showers mainly before noon. Mostly cloudy with temperatures falling to around 21 degrees by 5 p.m. Wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 14. Tomorrow, chance of snow showers. Cloudy with a high near 33 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 20 degrees. Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. And Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 24 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. Reserve your new Toyota at Galt Toyota. More and more these days, it feels like sports are losing out to hype. Who dissed who? Who signed the fattest contract? Who got busted for cheating? Lost 2 is the unique capacity sports have to inspire us, to unite us. Well, great news, sports fans. Sports are still being played for the right reasons. They're still as entertaining as they are character building. You just have to know where to find it. And you only have to look as far as your local New York high school. 
You know, the place where the games are exciting, concessions are affordable, and the parking is free. Where the emphasis is on hustle and heart instead of hype. If you prefer real, honest-to-goodness sport played for all the right reasons, you'll find it at your hometown high school. High School Sports. Games are being played this weekend at a New York high school near you. Okay, everybody. Who's in? This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association. I'm Mark. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. 6.13 on WNBF. Good morning. On this Friday, February 24th, I have to say, there's a there's an old joke from The Office. Good TV show. All right, kind of making the HR guy look a little boring. Says, wow, February. Well, it isn't the longest month, but it sure feels like it. Am I right? I say most of the years, I do feel like that. February seems to take a really long time, but I looked up at it. Actually, I asked, got asked yesterday, oh, when are spring training games actually going to start? It's like, ah, it's got to be a couple weeks from now. I just completely forgot. We're already through February. It's going to be March next week. Spring training games start today. That's my favorite. It's an exciting time flying through February. I hope everyone feels like that because February is the worst month by far. By far. It's time for an early morning check on traffic and weather. Some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8005 in New Milford Township and Harford Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 2046 in Ararat Township and Jackson Township, 1020 in Liberty Township and 858 in Apollicon Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like brushing and ditch cleaning. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now, about 29 degrees outside, some light snow, fog, and mist in some areas. Windchill has it at 18. Today, a chance of snow showers, mainly before 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy, with temperatures falling to around 23 degrees by 4 p.m. Blustery conditions, with wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour, a 30% chance of snow. Tonight, mostly cloudy, with a low near 14. Tomorrow, a chance of snow showers after 8 a.m. Cloudy, with a high near 33 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, chance of snow showers before 8 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 20 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 24 degrees. At 6.15, you're listening to WMBF. It's an energy. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Ilya Leobushkin scored a shorthanded goal one minute and 41 seconds into overtime, helping Tage Thompson and the Buffalo Sabres beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 6-5. With Thompson scoring three times in his fourth hat trick of the season, Buffalo led 5-3 early in the third period. After Tampa Bay rallied, the Sabres got the win when Leobushkin beat Andre Velisevsky on a breakaway for his first goal of the season. Zemgis Gergensens and Jack Quinn also scored for Buffalo, and Eric Comrie made 36 saves. Rangers in action as well. Philippe Zadina scored the go-ahead goal midway through the second period, and Vil Huso made 30 saves to help the Detroit Red Wings beat the New York Rangers 4-1. 
The Red Wings have surged into the playoff picture with seven wins in eight games, giving them a chance to earn a wild card and end a seven-year postseason drought. Vincent Trocek pulled New York into a one-all tie shortly before Zadina scored. Jaroslav Halak stopped 19 shots for the Rangers, who have dropped three straight since a seven-game winning streak. New York basketball back in action tonight. The New York Knicks come into a matchup with Washington as winners of three games in a row. Tonight's meeting will be the third of the season between the two teams. Washington is 15-17 and 17 against the Eastern Conference, New York 23-16. and 16. Overall, the Knicks 33-27 and 27 on the year coming out of the All-Star break. They're sixth in the Eastern Conference. That would put them just above the play-in tournament. And they're right behind the Brooklyn Nets right across town. Uh, the Knicks are going to be on the road against Washington tonight. Washington's 28-30, ninth in the Eastern Conference. That's 7 o'clock. The Nets playing the Bulls tonight on the road. Tonight at 8 o'clock. The Nets 34 and 24. They're fifth in the Eastern Conference. That's going to be interesting between the Knicks and the Nets down the stretch. Really only about a game and a half or two games separating the teams. The Knicks have played a couple more games than the Brooklyn Nets have. But the Nets got there with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving to where they're at now, fifth in the Eastern Conference. Now no Durant, no Irving. Let's see how long the balanced attack, led by Ben Simmons, Cam Thomas, and Mikael Bridges can carry the Nets all the way to the playoffs, remaining in the fifth or higher seed. I don't see it. I think the Knicks probably overtake them at some point down the stretch. So the Knicks got better at the trade deadline. The Nets significantly worse. But it'll be interesting to see how that plays out over the rest of the year. Some baseball news. Major League Baseball is officially back as spring training games are set to get underway today. At 1 o'clock, the Boston Red Sox will play their annual game against the Northeastern University Huskies. I always love that game. The Huskies actually a little bit further along in their season than the Red Sox are, obviously. This is the first spring training game for the Red Sox. But college teams, they're already playing meaningful games. So they're a little further along. I just want to see one year where the Northeastern University Huskies beat the Boston Red Sox in a baseball game. Then at 3 o'clock, the San Diego Padres will face the Seattle Mariners and the Texas Rangers will meet the Kansas City Royals. The New York Yankees and Mets get their spring training schedule started tomorrow at 1 o'clock. The Yankees will visit the Philadelphia Phillies. And the Mets are playing split squad games, first at 1 o'clock against the Astros and second at 6 o'clock against the Miami Marlins. Jose Buto going to be starting that game for the New York Mets. Binghamton Rumble Ponies fans might be familiar with him. Threw a lot of innings for the Rumble Ponies last year. And Major League Baseball is introducing bigger bases this season as part of a flurry of changes designed to put more action and athleticism back in the game. The bases are expanding from 15-inch squares to 18 inches, which cuts down the distance between them by 4.5 inches. The distance between third and home and home and first was trimmed by 3 inches. With the new bases, Major League teams could try a more aggressive approach on the base paths. The bases could also help prevent injuries. 622. On WMBF, now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. After a slow start to the session, investors rallied to break a five-day losing streak on Thursday. The Dow Jones gained 108 points to finish at 33,154. S&P picked up half a percent. The Nasdaq Composite rose seven-tenths of one percent. Yes, Beyond Meat did post a $67 million loss in its fourth quarter, but Wall Street was expecting an $80 million loss. The mismatch was enough to drive share prices in the meat alternative company higher by 14% in after-hours trading. More grim news in the housing market. The average long-term U.S. mortgage rate rose to 6.5% this week, nearly double last year's rate. 
The 15-year rate popular for home refinancing climbed to nearly 5.8%. The Kasori air fryer looks great and works like a charm. The only problem is that it tends to overheat and burst into flames. The company that makes it has issued a recall of 2 million Kosori air fryers after getting hundreds of reports of fires. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Place. This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you can save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on. Or this to the treadmill on your wish list. Or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Here once. Six twenty-five on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. You know, it's not just you. All of our attention spans are really shrinking. Gloria Mark is a professor of informatics at UC Irvine who studies how digital media impacts our lives. In 2004, she said, we measured the average attention on a screen to be around two and a half minutes. Some years later, we found attention spans to be about 75 seconds. Now we find people can only pay attention to one screen for an average of 47 seconds. Every time you get distracted, it takes time for your brain to refocus on what you were originally doing. So what can you do about it? Well, knock out your tasks that don't require focus during the time of the day when you feel foggy. But when you're at your best, tune out distractions and plow through the work that really requires your concentration. At night, jot down everything swirling around in your head onto a piece of paper to offload it. And then put that piece of paper away. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Are you wasting money on a timeshare you rarely use? Cancel it with Titan Exit Group. Get a free consultation and see how they can stop the never-ending maintenance fees and mortgage payments. In fact, if your timeshare contract is not terminated, you owe nothing, so you have nothing to lose. But those monthly fees get legally released from your timeshare, 100% guaranteed. Call now for your free consultation at 800-200-0894. 800-200-0894. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. You've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. You have to carefully monitor your health for the rest of your life. And you have an increased risk of developing cardiovascular disease. Cut. Take two. Action. You've been diagnosed with a new purpose to fight for the amazing life you've made for yourself. 
to look that risk of heart disease square in the face and say, no, not me. You've been given a new opportunity to live. Get started at nodiabetesbyheart.org. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 628 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We're going to have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8005 in New Milford Township and Harford Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 2046 in Ararat Township and Jackson Township, 1020 in Liberty Township and 858 in Apollicon Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work, like crack sealing and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 29 degrees, some light snow, fog, and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 18 degrees. Today, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy with temperatures falling to around 23 degrees by 4 p.m. Blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour, a 30% chance of snow. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 14. Tomorrow, a chance of snow showers after 8 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 33 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, chance of snow showers before 8 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 20 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 24 degrees. 629, you're listening to WMBF. Sacred Heart. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. Let the rampage begin. Cocaine Bear is in theaters this weekend. The darkly comedic, bloody, true-ish tale of a bear who finds a package of cocaine in the woods and goes nuts. Carrie Russell, among the film's stars, telling me trying to pretend a CGI bear was attacking her and her friends was kind of nuts. It was us in the woods with... Liz screaming on a megaphone going, okay, now he's eating his face off. There's blood dripping all down his body. And now now he's climbing up and his leg just fell off and it's blood squirting all over. You're like, what are we doing? It's insanity. Elizabeth Banks directed Cocaine Bear. It'll likely finish second this weekend to the new Ant-Man movie. Warner Brothers going back to Middle Earth, announcing on its earnings call that the studios struck a deal for more Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies. Rihanna will perform her Oscar-nominated Black Panther song at the Oscars March 12th, and Cocaine Bear star O'Shea Jackson Jr. is 32 today. Jason Athens and ABC News, Hollywood. 145 over 92. 180 over 111. 182 over 100. And I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest. And then a stroke. Your blood pressure numbers could change your life. A lot of people don't understand, including myself, I didn't, now I do, uh, the impact of having a stroke. My memory is shot. When I woke up, I couldn't speak. Lowering your high blood pressure could save you from a heart attack or stroke. If you've stopped your treatment plan, restart it or talk to your doctor about creating one that works better for you. Start taking the right steps at manageyourbp.org. It's a new life, but I'm going to make it better. I'm coming back. Ask your doctor. Check your blood pressure. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. 
where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, February 24th. You're listening to WNBF. Binghamton City Attorney showed up with police officers in garbage trucks to clean up a home that had become a neighborhood nuisance. The house at 314 Prospect Street in the First Ward had been targeted under the city's lockdown law after a man was shot there. Representatives of the Binghamton's Corporation Council's office were accompanied by police and trash crews when they visited the home around 12.45 p.m. Thursday. Police called for more officers a short time later when they encountered some resistance. Neighbors applauded as public works employees loaded garbage and old furniture into a couple of waiting trucks. One man watching the spectacle from across the street said it's about time. Entrances to the building were being boarded up as some of the trash was removed. Mayor Jared Cram last September said a warning letter had been sent to the owner of the Prospect Street property because it had been deemed a public nuisance. At the time, the mayor said the owner had 30 days to submit a corrective action plan to the city to address the problems. If the issues weren't addressed, the city could go to court to seek a temporary closing of the premises. In an email to WMBF News Thursday, Cram said the property owners were being served a preliminary injunction. A city court hearing on the proposed lockdown is scheduled for March 6th. The mayor said this is the latest step in the city prosecuting the property owners following the lockdown warning. He said if the city is successful at next month's hearing, the property will be locked down. The city has used the lockdown law sparingly over the last decade. It's generally been employed for nightclubs or after-hours establishments following ongoing criminal activity. New York Governor Kathy Hochul has criticized Congressman George Santos for backing a measure that would designate the AR-15 rifle as the national gun of the United States. Santos, who represents a Long Island district, is co-sponsoring the bill with fellow Republicans Andrew Clyde of Georgia and Lauren Boebert of Colorado. In a statement released Thursday, Hochul said it is outrageous and appalling that Santos would attach his name to the legislation. Hochul said this weapon of war has been used in mass shootings across the country, including at a top supermarket in Buffalo, where the shooter used a modified AR-15 to murder 10 people in a despicable act of white supremacist terror. Authorities said 18-year-old Peyton Gendron of Conklin brought the semi-automatic Bushmaster XM-15 rifle at an Endicott gun shop. The proposed legislation, supported by Santos, would declare an AR-15-style rifle chambered in a 223 Remington round or a 5.56 by 45-millimeter NATO round, the national gun. Hochul said the bill, which attempts to glorify the weapons that often have been used in mass shootings, adds unforgivable insult to injury for those who have lost loved ones to such violence. The Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force executed a search warrant at 383 Cobb Road in the town of Maine. As a result of the search, law enforcement officers seized over $10,000 in methamphetamine and a number of weapons, including illegal pistols and rifles, high-capacity magazines, and ammunition. As a result of the investigation, 32-year-old Corey Dixon from the town of Maine was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the second degree, two counts of criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, three counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, nine counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal possession of stolen property in the fourth degree, and criminally using drug paraphernalia in the second degree. Broome County Sheriff Fred Akshar stated this case is another remarkable victory for the collective teamwork of our local law enforcement agencies. Getting dangerous narcotics and illegal weapons out of circulation is key to building a safer future for our families. And I applaud the detectives and officers for all their hard work getting it done for our community. On Wednesday, New York State approved a measure to lower the hourly threshold for farm workers to qualify for overtime pay to 40 hours in 2032. 
The hourly threshold for farm workers in New York to start receiving overtime pay will be lowered from 60 hours per week to 40 hours per week by 2032. Beginning in 2024, the threshold will be lowered to 56 hours per week before receiving overtime pay. The threshold will continue to decrease over the years until it reaches 40 hours per week by 2032. Roberta Reardon, New York State Department of Labor Commissioner, said it would ensure equity for farm workers who are the very backbone of our agricultural sector. Following the finalization of the change, State Senate GOP leader Rob Ort stated our family farmers are already struggling with skyrocketing inflation, high unemployment insurance taxes, and a severe worker shortage. This is one more burdensome mandate passed on by unelected bureaucrats that will cause more harm. Farm owners have fought back against the measure over recent months, claiming that lowering the overtime pay threshold will threaten family farms by driving up labor costs. New York plans to counteract the negative economic impact the new overtime hours threshold could have on New York farmers by expanding tax credits for farmers as part of Governor Kathy Hochul's budget plan. Farm owners would be able to receive a tax credit of $1,200 per employee, and a refundable overtime tax credit was established to help farm employers pay the increased overtime hourly wages. A man riding in a car with his cousin shot and killed another passenger, then returned to the same neighborhood near Orlando hours later and shot four more people, killing a journalist covering the original shooting and a nine-year-old girl. Orange County Sheriff John Mina characterized the shootings Wednesday as random acts of violence. Mina said during a news conference Thursday that 19-year-old Keith Melvin Moses has been arrested and charged with first-degree murder in the initial shooting that killed 38-year-old Natasha Augustin and that numerous more charges would follow. Spectrum News 13 identified the slain reporter as Dylan Lyons. Authorities say the gunman also killed Tyona Major and critically wounded her mother at a nearby home. The White House is calling on congressional Republicans to increase the fines levied on rail companies for safety violations in the wake of the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. There are still safety and health concerns among residents in the village after dozens of train cars being pulled by Norfolk Southern went off the tracks on February 3rd and released chemicals into the area. The White House says that the highest fine that can be charged to companies for violations involving the transportation of hazardous material is $225,455. That's less than 1% of Norfolk Southern's profits last year of $3.27 billion. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, chance of snow showers mainly before noon. Mostly cloudy with temperatures falling to around 21 degrees by 5 p.m. Wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 14. Tomorrow, chance of snow showers. Cloudy with a high near 33 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 20 degrees. Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. And Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 24 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly... It's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life.
Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This Six forty-four on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Some things coming up in the Binghamton area: the Binghamton On Tap Craft Beer Festival, Saturday, March twenty-fifth. About one month away now. And tickets are on sale right now and start at sixty dollars for VIP and forty-three dollars for general admission. And the event is moving to the arena this year. So you want to get those tickets before the price goes up, and it will. The closer we get to the event, only a month to go. So you're going to want to get those tickets as soon as possible. You already know you're going to go. It's going to be a great event. We've also teamed up with Fox 40 for the Clubhouse card. This is your opportunity to play 30 of the area's best golf courses. You'll also get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop and offer under $170. It's 645. You're listening to WMBF. Welcome. News Radio 6.48 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8,005 in New Milford Township and Hartford Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 2046 in Ararat Township and Jackson Township, 1020 in Liberty Township and 858 in Apollicon Township. All have lane restrictions for road work like brushing and ditch cleaning. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 29 degrees, some light snow fog and mist in the area. Wind chill has it at 18 degrees. Today, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy with temperatures falling to around 23 degrees by 4 p.m. Blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour, a 30% chance of snow. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 14. Tomorrow, chance of snow showers after 8 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 33 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. Saturday night, chance of snow showers before 8 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 20 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 24 degrees. 649, you're listening to WMBF. Overhead door. Do you worry about how much someone drinks? Do you feel neglected or unloved? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone. Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 1-866-200-0223 or visit alanon.org slash help. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back live at the National Butt-Out Finals. A.J. Langer is all fired up. And there he goes. It's out. He put his butt out in 2.6 seconds. Lori is with A.J. Lori? A.J., how did you get your butt out so quick? Well, I learned the hard way. I burned the house down. If you smoke, put it out all the way, every time. Smoking is the number one cause of preventable home fire deaths. Check out usfa.dhs.gov slash smoking. A message from the U.S. Fire Administration and firefighters everywhere. I'm Martin. Six fifty one on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. 
Yesterday, we talked about apps that have been traditionally free. Apps like Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and even Uber will soon begin charging a basic fee. So today, let's take a look at what people are willing to pay for and what they aren't. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by NetSuite, the number one cloud financial system. Get a one-of-a-kind financing program at netsuite.com slash Kim. You can see what people will pay for based on the popularity of subscription apps and websites. Video streaming tops 90% by at least one video streaming service. 60% pay for music, but only 30% pay for gaming. And here's a reason why computer crime is so high. Only 10% subscribe to antivirus software. Now that COVID is over, only 14% will shell out for food delivery. And the popularity of food kits like Blue Apron and HelloFresh have dropped off a cliff. Only 6% buy them now. At the bottom of the popularity pile, wellness apps and dating sites. Be a tech pro and get my daily podcast, Kim Commando Today. Would you do everything it took to protect your family? Well, of course you would. That's why I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. They make it easy to protect every inch of your home with advanced security and 24-7 professional monitoring. Simply Safe is designed with cutting-edge security technology. In an emergency, Simply Safe's professional monitoring agents use fast protect technology to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police dispatch. And Simply Safe's 24-7 professional monitoring costs under a dollar a day, less than half the price of traditional home security systems. Plus, lock and unlock your doors, access your cameras, and arm and disarm your system from anywhere. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafekim.com and claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off your order with interactive monitoring. That's simplysafekim.com, simplysafekim.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. I got smart about mortgages. Now it's my house I go home to. I got smart about credit cards. Now paper or plastic has a whole new meaning. When it comes to your money, whatever you want to get smart about, you can find it at smartaboutmoney.org. Smartaboutmoney.org is a free online resource from the National Endowment for Financial Education. We're an independent nonprofit foundation dedicated to helping people just like you get sound information about money. Smartaboutmoney.org. It's the easy place to start when you want to get smart how far Six fifty-six on wmbf time for a sports update Ilya Lyabushkin scored a shorthanded goal one minute and 41 seconds into overtime helping tage thompson and the buffalo sabers beat the tampa bay lightning six to five with Thompson scoring three times in his fourth hat-trick of the season, Buffalo led 5-3 to three early in the third period. After Tampa Bay rallied, the Sabres got the win when Lyabushkin beat Andre Velasevsky on a breakaway for his first goal of the season. Zemgis Gergensens and Jack Quinn also scored for Buffalo. Eric Comrie made 36 saves. Rangers in action as well. Philippe Zadina scored the go-ahead goal midway through the second period, and Ville Husto made 30 saves to help the Detroit Red Wings beat the New York Rangers 4-1. The Red Wings have surged into the playoff picture with seven wins in eight games, giving them a chance to earn a wild card and end a seven-year postseason drought. Vincent Trocek pulled New York into a one-all tie shortly before Zadina scored. Jaroslav Halak stopped 19 shots for the Rangers, who have dropped three straight since a seven-game winning streak. More basketball action in New York. The New York Knicks come into a matchup with the Washington Wizards as winners of three games in a row. 
Tonight's meeting will be the third of the season between the two teams. Washington is 15 and 17 against the Eastern Conference. New York 23 and 16 against conference opponents. The Knicks coming out of the All Star break at 33 and 27. They're sixth in the Eastern Conference. They'll visit the Wizards tonight at 7 p.m. And they're right behind the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets fifth in the Eastern Conference at 34 and 24. So that should be an interesting race between the two New York teams down the stretch. That's Brooklyn getting significantly worse at the trade deadline, losing Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And the Knicks adding Josh Hart. has been pretty good for the Knicks so far. It's be interesting to see how that plays out. The Nets are back in action tonight at 8 p.m. They visit the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls 26-33, 11th in the Eastern Conference. Shouldn't be too difficult of a game for the Brooklyn Nets. And Major League Baseball is officially back as spring training games are set to get underway today. At 1 o'clock, the Boston Red Sox will play their annual game against the Northeastern University Huskies. Then at 3 o'clock, the San Diego Padres will face the Seattle Mariners, and the Texas Rangers will meet the Kansas City Royals. The New York Yankees and Mets get their spring training schedule started tomorrow at 1 o'clock, with the Yankees visiting the Phillies, and the Mets playing split games, first at 1 o'clock against the Astros, and second at 6 o'clock against the Marlins. I love those split games. Gives you a chance to see more of the prospects. And friendly face for Binghamton Rumble Ponies fans, Jose Buto. He's going to be starting the 6 o'clock game for the Mets. 6.59, you're listening to WMBF. The ne- this is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number one of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly. We got two more hours to go before my weekend starts, and we hand it over to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. That's your chance to call in and contribute to the program. ABC News coming up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, February 24th. You're listening to WNBF. Binghamton City attorneys showed up with police officers and garbage trucks to clean up a home that had become a neighborhood nuisance. The house at 314 Prospect Street in the First Ward had been targeted under the city's lockdown law after a man was shot there. Representatives of the Binghamton's Corporation Council's office were accompanied by police and trash crews when they visited the home around 1245 p.m. Thursday. Police called for more officers a short time later when they encountered some resistance. Neighbors applauded as public works employees loaded garbage and old furniture into a couple of waiting trucks. One man watching the spectacle from across the street said, it's about time. Entrances to the building were being boarded up as some of the trash was removed. Mayor Jared Cram last September said a warning letter had been sent to the owner of the Prospect Street property because it had been deemed a public nuisance. At the time, the mayor said the owner had 30 days to submit a corrective action plan to the city to address the problems. If the issues weren't addressed, the city could go to court to seek a temporary closing of the premises. In an email to WMBF News Thursday, Cram said the property owners were being served a preliminary injunction. A city court hearing on the proposed lockdown is scheduled for March 6th. The mayor said this is the latest step in the city prosecuting the property owners following the lockdown warning. He said if the city is successful at next month's hearing, the property will be locked down. The city has used the lockdown law sparingly over the last decade. It's generally been employed for nightclubs or after-hours establishments following ongoing criminal activity. 
New York Governor Kathy Hochul has criticized Congressman George Santos for backing a measure that would designate the AR-15 rifle as the national gun of the United States. Santos, who represents a Long Island district, is co-sponsoring the bill with fellow Republicans Andrew Clyde of Georgia and Lauren Boebert of Colorado. In a statement released Thursday, Hochul said it is outrageous and appalling that Santos would attach his name to the legislation. Hochul said this weapon of war has been used in mass shootings across the country, including at a top supermarket in Buffalo, where the shooter used a modified AR-15 to murder 10 people in a despicable act of white supremacist terror. Authorities said 18-year-old Peyton Gendron of Conklin brought the semi-automatic Bushmaster XM-15 rifle at an Endicott gun shop. The proposed legislation, supported by Santos, would declare an AR-15-style rifle chambered in a 223 Remington round or a 5.56 by 45 millimeter NATO round, the national gun. Hochul said the bill, which attempts to glorify the weapons that often have been used in mass shootings, adds unforgivable insult to injury for those who have lost loved ones to such violence. The Burn County Special Investigations Unit Task Force executed a search warrant at 383 Cobb Road in the town of Maine. As a result of the search, law enforcement officers seized over $10,000 in methamphetamine and a number of weapons, including illegal pistols and rifles, high-capacity magazines, and ammunition. As a result of the investigation, 32-year-old Corey Dixon from the town of Maine was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the second degree, two counts of criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, three counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, nine counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal possession of stolen property in the fourth degree, and criminally using drug paraphernalia in the second degree. Broome County Sheriff Fred Akshar stated this case is another remarkable victory for the collective teamwork of our local law enforcement agencies. Getting dangerous narcotics and illegal weapons out of circulation is key to building a safer future for our families. And I applaud the detectives and officers for all their hard work getting it done for our community. On Wednesday, New York State approved a measure to lower the hourly threshold for farm workers to qualify for overtime pay to 40 hours in 2032. The hourly threshold for farm workers in New York to start receiving overtime pay will be lowered from 60 hours per week to 40 hours per week by 2032. Beginning in 2024, the threshold will be lowered to 56 hours per week before receiving overtime pay. The threshold will continue to decrease over the years until it reaches 40 hours per week by 2032. Roberta Reardon, New York State Department of Labor Commissioner, said it would ensure equity for farm workers who are the very backbone of our agricultural sector. Following the finalization of the change, State Senate GOP leader Rob Ort stated our family farmers are already struggling with skyrocketing inflation, high unemployment insurance taxes, and a severe worker shortage. This is one more burdensome mandate passed on by unelected bureaucrats that will cause more harm. Farm owners have fought back against the measure over recent months, claiming that lowering the overtime pay threshold will threaten family farms by driving up labor costs. New York plans to counteract the negative economic impact the new overtime hours threshold could have on New York farmers by expanding tax credits for farmers as part of Governor Kathy Hochul's budget plan. Farm owners would be able to receive a tax credit of $1,200 per employee and a refundable overtime tax credit was established to help farm employers pay the increased overtime hourly wages. A man riding in a car with his cousin shot and killed another passenger, then returned to the same neighborhood near Orlando hours later and shot four more people, killing a journalist covering the original shooting and a nine-year-old girl. Orange County Sheriff John Mina characterized the shootings Wednesday as random acts of violence. 
Mina said during a news conference Thursday that 19-year-old Keith Melvin Moses has been arrested and charged with first-degree murder in the initial shooting that killed 38-year-old Natasha Augustin and that numerous more charges would follow. Spectrum News 13 identified the slain reporter as Dylan Lyons. Authorities say the gunman also killed Tyona Major and critically wounded her mother at a nearby home. The White House is calling on congressional Republicans to increase the fines levied on rail companies for safety violations in the wake of the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. There are still safety and health concerns among residents in the village after dozens of train cars being pulled by Norfolk Southern went off the tracks on February 3rd and released chemicals into the area. The White House says that the highest fine that can be charged to companies for violations involving the transportation of hazardous material is $225,455. That's less than 1% of Norfolk Southern's profits last year of $3.27 billion. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, chance of snow showers mainly before noon. Mostly cloudy with temperatures falling to around 21 degrees by 5 p.m. Wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 14. Tomorrow, chance of snow showers. Cloudy with a high near 33 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 20 degrees. Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. And Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 24 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a Town Square media station. All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. I'm Mark. Seven thirteen on WMBF. This is James Kelly. You're listening to hour number two of First News. I got two more hours to go before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. That's your chance to call in and contribute to the program. So you got about two hours to start getting your questions ready for Bob. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We're going to have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8005 in New Milford Township and Hartford Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 2046 in Ararat Township and Jackson Township, 1020 in Liberty Township and 858 in Apollicon Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like side dozing and crack sealing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 24 degrees, some light snow, fog, and mist in the area. Wind chill has it at 11 degrees. 
Today, a chance of snow showers mainly before 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 29 degrees. Blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour. A 30% chance of snow. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 14. Tomorrow, a chance of snow showers after 8 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 33 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, chance of snow showers before 8 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 20 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 24 degrees. 7.15, you're listening to WMBF. Don't miss Seven eighteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Ilya Lyabushkin scored a shorthanded goal one minute and 41 seconds into overtime, helping Tage Thompson and the Buffalo Sabres beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 6-5. With Thompson scoring three times in his fourth hat trick of the season, Buffalo led 5-3 early in the third period. After Tampa Bay rallied, the Sabres got the win when Lyabushkin beat Andre Velasevsky on a breakaway for his first goal of the season. Zemgis Gergensens and Jack Quinn also scored for Buffalo. Eric Comrie made 36 saves. Rangers in action as well. Philippe Zadina scored the go-ahead goal midway through the second period. And Bill Huso made 30 saves to help the Detroit Red Wings beat the New York Rangers 4-1. The Red Wings have surged into the playoff picture with seven wins in eight games, giving them a chance to earn a wild card and end a seven-year postseason drought. Vincent Trocek pulled New York into a one-all tie shortly before Zadina scored. Jaroslav Halak stopped 19 shots for the Rangers, who have dropped three straight since a seven-game winning streak. Some basketball action back in New York. The New York Knicks come into a matchup with the Washington Wizards as winners of three games in a row. Tonight's meeting will be the third of the season between the two teams. Washington is 15-17 and 17 against the Eastern Conference, New York 23-16. and 16. Game is tonight at 7 o'clock. The Knicks overall coming out of the All-Star break, 33-27 and 27 on the year. They're 6th in the Eastern Conference. The Wizards 9th in the Eastern Conference at 28-30. and 30. The Knicks looking to move up. Right now they're right behind the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets 5th in the Eastern Conference at 34-24. and 24. They're going to be playing the Chicago Bulls in Chicago tonight at 8 o'clock. It should be an interesting end to the NBA season between the Knicks and the Nets. As the Nets getting significantly worse at the trade deadline, losing Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. The Knicks adding Josh Hart and getting a little bit better. So we'll see if the Knicks are able to overtake the Nets, maybe push them down in, into the play-in bracket. I believe that's the 7-10 to 10 seeds. you got to play in the play-in tournament to get into the NBA playoffs. The Knicks would like to be above that mark, just get in automatically. Some baseball news. Major League Baseball is officially back as spring training games are set to get underway today. At 1 o'clock, the Boston Red Sox will play their annual game against the Northeastern University Huskies. Then at 3 o'clock, the San Diego Padres will face the Seattle Mariners, and the Texas Rangers will meet the Kansas City Royals. The New York Yankees and Mets get their spring training schedule started tomorrow at 1 o'clock, with the Yankees visiting the Phillies and the Mets playing split games, first at 1 o'clock against the Astros and second at 6 o'clock against the Marlins. I love split games and spring training. Gives you a chance to see more of the younger guys, really. Or the guys you don't already know. Especially when you watch the game that's on the road for the team. The Mets are playing one home game and one away game tonight. 
obviously, the veterans, the Major League roster guys, well, they're not going to get on the road for a few hours to go play a baseball game. So if you're interested in the guys that the Mets have lower down in the systems, you know, the single-A guys, the double-A guys, even some triple-A guys, it would be the road game that you want to see. I think that's the 1 o'clock game. And at 6 o'clock, a former Binghamton Rumble pony, Jose Buto, is going to be getting the ball for the Mets. So a friendly face to get the Mets season started. 722 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. After a slow start to the session, investors rallied to break a five-day losing streak on Thursday. The Dow Jones gained 108 points to finish at 33,154. The S&P picked up half a percent. The Nasdaq Composite rose seven-tenths of one percent. Yes, Beyond Meat did post a $67 million loss in its fourth quarter, but Wall Street was expecting an $80 million loss. The mismatch was enough to drive share prices in the meat alternative company higher by 14% in after-hours trading. More grim news in the housing market. The average long-term U.S. mortgage rate rose to 6.5% this week, nearly double last year's rate. The 15-year rate popular for home refinancing climbed to nearly 5.8%. The Kosori air fryer looks great and works like a charm. The only problem is that it tends to overheat and burst into flames. The company that makes it has issued a recall of 2 million Kosori air fryers after getting hundreds of reports of fires. Jim Ryan, ABC News. As the world faces the challenges of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, Lions recognize that kindness matters now more than ever. And Lions and Leos are finding ways to continue to serve our communities, including ordering food delivery for healthcare workers, holding story time for children online, and providing surgical masks to medical professionals and first responders. Empowering us to do more, Lions Club's International Foundation has provided nearly $2.5 million in grant funding for COVID-19 relief. And that support continues to grow. For more than 100 years, in times of need, Lions always find a way to help those around them. And after we emerge from this, we will be stronger than ever. Visit lionsclubs.org to learn more. Seven twenty-five on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Political Insights. Now your political insights from ABC News. G7 nation leaders will hold a video conference with Ukraine's President Zelensky to coordinate the next round of military aid as well as delivering more economic punishment. Go after more Russian banks, Russia's defense and technology industry. Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre saying other nations are planning on tightening their economic vice on Russia as well. For years, former President Trump publicly ridiculed them. It is struck. He and former FBI lawyer Lisa Page. I love you, Peter. I love you too, Lisa. Former FBI employees Struck and Page suing the DOJ and FBI for removing them after the release of those damaging emails. Now a federal judge says former President Trump and FBI Director Christopher Wray must sit for testimony on why they were dismissed. Republicans scheduling their first primary 2024 election debate for next August. Those are your political insights. I'm Andy Field, ABC News. Individual Radio. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 
728 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8005 in New Milford Township and Hartford Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 2046 in Ararat Township and Jackson Township, 1020 in Liberty Township, 858 in Apollicon Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like side dozing and crack sealing. National Weather Service forecasts for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 24 degrees, some light snow fog and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 11 degrees. Today, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 p.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 29 degrees, blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour, a 30% chance of snow. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 14. Tomorrow, chance of snow showers after 8 a.m., cloudy with a high near 33 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, chance of snow showers before 8 p.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 20 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 24 degrees. 729, you're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. Let the rampage begin. Cocaine Bear is in theaters this weekend. The darkly comedic, bloody, true-ish tale of a bear who finds a package of cocaine in the woods and goes nuts. Carrie Russell, among the film's stars, telling me trying to pretend a CGI bear was attacking her and her friends was kind of nuts. It was us in the woods with... Liz screaming on a megaphone going, okay, now he's eating his face off. There's blood dripping all down his body. And now now he's climbing up and his leg just fell off and it's blood squirting all over. You're like, what are we doing? It's insanity. Elizabeth Banks directed Cocaine Bear. It'll likely finish second this weekend to the new Ant-Man movie. Warner Brothers going back to Middle Earth, announcing on its earnings call that the studios struck a deal for more Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies. Rihanna will perform her Oscar-nominated Black Panther song at the Oscars March 12th, and Cocaine Bear star O'Shea Jackson Jr. is 32 today. Jason Athens and ABC News, Hollywood. This is a guided meditation on parenting. Take a deep breath in and let go of the time you and your son played basketball and you attempted to slam dunk. Or when you hit that piñata into your neighbor's yard. Let it go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. All across the country, people are coming together to speed up what we can learn about health. The All of Us Research Program is calling on one million people to join us as we try to change the future of health. For your family for future generations, for all of us. Visit joinallofus.org and find out how you can become one in a million. 
where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, February 24th. You're listening to WNBF. Binghamton City Attorney showed up with police officers in garbage trucks to clean up a home that had become a neighborhood nuisance. The house at 314 Prospect Street in the First Ward had been targeted under the city's lockdown law after a man was shot there. Representatives of the Binghamton's Corporation Council's office were accompanied by police and trash crews when they visited the home around 12.45 p.m. Thursday. Police called for more officers a short time later when they encountered some resistance. Neighbors applauded as public works employees loaded garbage and old furniture into a couple of waiting trucks. One man watching the spectacle from across the street said it's about time. Entrances to the building were being boarded up as some of the trash was removed. Mayor Jared Cram last September said a warning letter had been sent to the owner of the Prospect Street property because it had been deemed a public nuisance. At the time, the mayor said the owner had 30 days to submit a corrective action plan to the city to address the problems. If the issues weren't addressed, the city could go to court to seek a temporary closing of the premises. In an email to WMBF News Thursday, Cram said the property owners were being served a preliminary injunction. A city court hearing on the proposed lockdown is scheduled for March 6th. The mayor said this is the latest step in the city prosecuting the property owners following the lockdown warning. He said if the city is successful at next month's hearing, the property will be locked down. The city has used the lockdown law sparingly over the last decade. It's generally been employed for nightclubs or after-hours establishments following ongoing criminal activity. New York Governor Kathy Hochul has criticized Congressman George Santos for backing a measure that would designate the AR-15 rifle as the national gun of the United States. Santos, who represents a Long Island district, is co-sponsoring the bill with fellow Republicans Andrew Clyde of Georgia and Lauren Boebert of Colorado. In a statement released Thursday, Hochul said it is outrageous and appalling that Santos would attach his name to the legislation. Hochul said this weapon of war has been used in mass shootings across the country, including at a top supermarket in Buffalo, where the shooter used a modified AR-15 to murder 10 people in a despicable act of white supremacist terror. Authorities said 18-year-old Peyton Gendron of Conklin brought the semi-automatic Bushmaster XM-15 rifle at an Endicott gun shop. The proposed legislation, supported by Santos, would declare an AR-15-style rifle chambered in a 223 Remington round or a 5.56 by 45 millimeter NATO round, the national gun. Hochul said the bill, which attempts to glorify the weapons that often have been used in mass shootings, adds unforgivable insult to injury for those who have lost loved ones to such violence. The Burn County Special Investigations Unit Task Force executed a search warrant at 383 Cobb Road in the town of Maine. As a result of the search, law enforcement officers seized over $10,000 in methamphetamine and a number of weapons, including illegal pistols and rifles, high-capacity magazines, and ammunition. As a result of the investigation, 32-year-old Corey Dixon from the town of Maine was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the second degree, two counts of criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, three counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, nine counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal possession of stolen property in the fourth degree, and criminally using drug paraphernalia in the second degree. Broome County Sheriff Fred Akshar stated this case is another remarkable victory for the collective teamwork of our local law enforcement agencies. Getting dangerous narcotics and illegal weapons out of circulation is key to building a safer future for our families. And I applaud the detectives and officers for all their hard work getting it done for our community. On Wednesday, New York State approved a measure to lower the hourly threshold for farm workers to qualify for overtime pay to 40 hours in 2032. 
The hourly threshold for farm workers in New York to start receiving overtime pay will be lowered from 60 hours per week to 40 hours per week by 2032. Beginning in 2024, the threshold will be lowered to 56 hours per week before receiving overtime pay. The threshold will continue to decrease over the years until it reaches 40 hours per week by 2032. Roberta Reardon, New York State Department of Labor Commissioner, said it would ensure equity for farm workers who are the very backbone of our agricultural sector. Following the finalization of the change, State Senate GOP leader Rob Ort stated our family farmers are already struggling with skyrocketing inflation, high unemployment insurance taxes, and a severe worker shortage. This is one more burdensome mandate passed on by unelected bureaucrats that will cause more harm. Farm owners have fought back against the measure over recent months, claiming that lowering the overtime pay threshold will threaten family farms by driving up labor costs. New York plans to counteract the negative economic impact the new overtime hours threshold could have on New York farmers by expanding tax credits for farmers as part of Governor Kathy Hochul's budget plan. Farm owners would be able to receive a tax credit of $1,200 per employee, and a refundable overtime tax credit was established to help farm employers pay the increased overtime hourly wages. A man riding in a car with his cousin shot and killed another passenger, then returned to the same neighborhood near Orlando hours later and shot four more people, killing a journalist covering the original shooting and a nine-year-old girl. Orange County Sheriff John Mina characterized the shootings Wednesday as random acts of violence. Mina said during a news conference Thursday that 19-year-old Keith Melvin Moses has been arrested and charged with first-degree murder in the initial shooting that killed 38-year-old Natasha Augustin and that numerous more charges would follow. Spectrum News 13 identified the slain reporter as Dylan Lyons. Authorities say the gunman also killed Tyona Major and critically wounded her mother at a nearby home. The White House is calling on congressional Republicans to increase the fines levied on rail companies for safety violations in the wake of the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. There are still safety and health concerns among residents in the village after dozens of train cars being pulled by Norfolk Southern went off the tracks on February 3rd and released chemicals into the area. The White House says that the highest fine that can be charged to companies for violations involving the transportation of hazardous material is $225,455. That's less than 1% of Norfolk Southern's profits last year of $3.27 billion. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, chance of snow showers mainly before noon. Mostly cloudy with temperatures falling to around 21 degrees by 5 p.m. Wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 14. Tomorrow, chance of snow showers. Cloudy with a high near 33 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 20 degrees. Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. And Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 24 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked. Endless worrying about college. Cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question. Being a teenager is tough. And what do New York's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. (laughs) Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. 
and they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association. on WMBF. You're listening to First News with me, James Kelly. Now some late-breaking, well, let's call it traffic news, really school news. We have a couple closures this morning. Elk Lake School District and Susquehanna Career and Technology Center, not closures, three-hour delays today due to power issues. So Elk Lake School District and Susquehanna Career and Technology Center, a three-hour delay today because of power issues. Another story that's on WMBF.com right now, and it's a good one. There is a Binghamton home for sale that has an indoor pool. Indoor pool. I love that. For $279,000, too. Hmm. Now, I know I've only been in Binghamton for, let's say, seven, eight months now. Maybe eight months. So obviously, you know, still getting settled here. Don't really have any plans to buy a home in the future. But now that I know that there's a home out there that has an indoor pool, well, I'm certainly thinking about it. Certainly thinking about it. That's fine. I probably couldn't afford it anyway. But that's the only way to do it in Binghamton. I'm surprised it's not more popular in northern climates to have an indoor pool. I know it's a lot more expensive and it takes up this whole area of what could be your house. But what's the point of having an outdoor pool in the Binghamton area? You can't use it besides like three months of the year. It's just not as fun. But an indoor pool, you can jump right in there. Middle of February. You don't even have to wait for that 65-degree day in February to use the indoor pool. You can just hop right in anytime you want. It could be 10 degrees outside. You'd be going for a swim. <sighs> I've just added that to my list of life dreams. Own a home with an indoor pool. It's on the list now. It's going to happen eventually. 745. You're listening to WMBF. At- on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have a couple delays this morning. Elk Lake School District and Susquehanna Career and Technology Center will be on three-hour delays today due to power issues. And we have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8005 in New Milford Township and Hartford Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 2046 in Ararat Township and Jackson Township, 1020 in Liberty Township and 858 in Apollicon Township. We'll have lane restrictions for road work like brushing and crack sealing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 24 degrees, some light snow fog and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 11 degrees, chilly morning. Today, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 29 degrees, blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour, a 30% chance of snow. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 14. Tomorrow, chance of snow showers after 8 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 33 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. 
Tomorrow night, chance of snow showers before 8 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 20 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 24 degrees. 7.50, you're listening to WMBF. Texting private. on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News, Tech Trends. You know those short animations that play before a movie starts? Well, now a community of gamers are making those for a niche video game console. The Steam Deck is a handheld device that runs on a highly customizable operating system. When you turn on a Steam Deck, there's a video that plays, like a startup animation. Joel Zhang oversees a website called Steam Deck Repo. A central repository that helps users discover all the cool custom animations for the Steam Deck. Those custom animations are known in the community as boot vids. Intros from things like television shows, video games. It's exciting and fun to just uh, see what you can do with it, make it your own. Tech Trends. I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Ilya Lyabushkin scored a shorthanded goal one minute and 41 seconds into overtime, helping Tage Thompson and the Buffalo Sabres beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 6-5. With Thompson scoring three times in his fourth hat trick of the season, Buffalo led 5-3 early in the third period. After Tampa Bay rallied, the Sabres got the win when Lyabushkin beat Andre Velasevsky on a breakaway for his first goal of the season. Zemgis Gergensons and Jack Quinn also scored for Buffalo. Eric Comrie made 36 saves. Rangers in action as well. Philippe Zadina scored the go-ahead goal midway through the second period, and Bill Huso made 30 saves to help the Detroit Red Wings beat the New York Rangers 4-1. The Red Wings have surged into the playoff picture with seven wins in eight games, giving them a chance to earn a wild card and end a seven-year postseason drought. Vincent Trocek pulled New York into a one-all tie shortly before Zadina scored. Jaroslav Halak stopped 19 shots for the Rangers, who have dropped three straight since a seven-game winning streak. Some basketball action. The New York Knicks come back from the All-Star break with a matchup with the Washington Wizards tonight at 7 o'clock. Knicks are on the road in Washington. They've won three games in a row. Tonight's meeting is the third of the season between the two teams. Washington is 15-17 against the Eastern Conference, New York 23-16 against conference opponents. Now, coming out of the All-Star break, the Knicks in a pretty good playoff position. They're sixth in the Eastern Conference at 33-27. and 27. They're right behind the Brooklyn Nets at 34-24, and 24, fifth in the Eastern Conference. Now, the interesting thing is, right now the Nets ahead of the Knicks, but the Nets got significantly worse at the trade deadline, losing Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. It really doesn't matter what kind of return you get when you lose Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. You're going to take a step back. So the Knicks, right behind them, they got better at the trade deadline, added Josh Hart, a good perimeter defender and three-point shooter, another Villanova product, played pretty well for the Knicks so far since being acquired. So you could see over the next couple weeks, the Knicks start to overtake the Nets in the playoff picture. 
and perhaps move the Nets all the way down to the play-in tournament at some point. Some baseball news. Major League Baseball is officially back as spring training games are set to get underway today. At 1 o'clock, the Boston Red Sox will play their annual game against the Northeastern University Huskies. Then at 3 o'clock, the San Diego Padres will face the Seattle Mariners, and the Texas Rangers will meet the Kansas City Royals. The New York Yankees and Mets get their spring training schedules started tomorrow at 1 o'clock, with the Yankees visiting the Phillies and the Mets playing split games, first at 1 o'clock against the Astros and second at 6 o'clock against the Marlins. I always love the split squad games. You get a chance to see maybe some of the younger guys you wouldn't normally see in spring training or maybe only see for a single at-bat or a single half-inning in the field. Because the older guys, the veterans, the major league players, they're not going on the road, especially in Florida. Now, in Arizona, it's a little bit different. Stadiums are much closer together. You can pretty much get anywhere within half an hour. But in Florida, we're talking a multiple-hour drives between stadiums. The veterans aren't getting on that bus. So you get a chance to see some of the young guys. It's exciting. 759, you're listening to WMBF. You're once this is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. This is James Kelly closing out hour number two of WNBF's first news. Bob Joseph's Binghamton now, one hour away. Up next, ABC News. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, February 24th. You're listening to WNBF. Binghamton City Attorney showed up with police officers in garbage trucks to clean up a home that had become a neighborhood nuisance. The house at 314 Prospect Street in the First Ward had been targeted under the city's lockdown law after a man was shot there. Representatives of the Binghamton's Corporation Council's office were accompanied by police and trash crews when they visited the home around 12.45 p.m. Thursday. Police called for more officers a short time later when they encountered some resistance. Neighbors applauded as public works employees loaded garbage and old furniture into a couple of waiting trucks. One man watching the spectacle from across the street said it's about time. Entrances to the building were being boarded up as some of the trash was removed. Mayor Jared Cram last September said a warning letter had been sent to the owner of the Prospect Street property because it had been deemed a public nuisance. At the time, the mayor said the owner had 30 days to submit a corrective action plan to the city to address the problems. If the issues weren't addressed, the city could go to court to seek a temporary closing of the premises. In an email to WMBF News Thursday, Cram said the property owners were being served a preliminary injunction. A city court hearing on the proposed lockdown is scheduled for March 6th. The mayor said this is the latest step in the city prosecuting the property owners following the lockdown warning. He said if the city is successful at next month's hearing, the property will be locked down. The city has used the lockdown law sparingly over the last decade. It's generally been employed for nightclubs or after-hours establishments following ongoing criminal activity. New York Governor Kathy Hochul has criticized Congressman George Santos for backing a measure that would designate the AR-15 rifle as the national gun of the United States. Santos, who represents a Long Island district, is co-sponsoring the bill with fellow Republicans Andrew Clyde of Georgia and Lauren Boebert of Colorado. In a statement released Thursday, Hochul said it is outrageous and appalling that Santos would attach his name to the legislation. 
Hochul said this weapon of war has been used in mass shootings across the country, including at a top supermarket in Buffalo, where the shooter used a modified AR-15 to murder 10 people in a despicable act of white supremacist terror. Authorities said 18-year-old Peyton Gendron of Conklin brought the semi-automatic Bushmaster XM-15 rifle at an Endicott gun shop. The proposed legislation, supported by Santos, would declare an AR-15-style rifle chambered in a 223 Remington round or a 5.56 by 45 millimeter NATO round, the national gun. Hochul said the bill, which attempts to glorify the weapons that often have been used in mass shootings, adds unforgivable insult to injury for those who have lost loved ones to such violence. The Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force executed a search warrant at 383 Cobb Road in the town of Maine. As a result of the search, law enforcement officers seized over $10,000 in methamphetamine and a number of weapons, including illegal pistols and rifles, high-capacity magazines, and ammunition. As a result of the investigation, 32-year-old Corey Dixon from the town of Maine was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the second degree, two counts of criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, three counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, nine counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal possession of stolen property in the fourth degree, and criminally using drug paraphernalia in the second degree. Broome County Sheriff Fred Akshar stated this case is another remarkable victory for the collective teamwork of our local law enforcement agencies. Getting dangerous narcotics and illegal weapons out of circulation is key to building a safer future for our families. And I applaud the detectives and officers for all their hard work getting it done for our community. On Wednesday, New York State approved a measure to lower the hourly threshold for farm workers to qualify for overtime pay to 40 hours in 2032. The hourly threshold for farm workers in New York to start receiving overtime pay will be lowered from 60 hours per week to 40 hours per week by 2032. Beginning in 2024, the threshold will be lowered to 56 hours per week before receiving overtime pay. The threshold will continue to decrease over the years until it reaches 40 hours per week by 2032. Roberta Reardon, New York State Department of Labor Commissioner, said it would ensure equity for farm workers who are the very backbone of our agricultural sector. Following the finalization of the change, State Senate GOP leader Rob Ort stated our family farmers are already struggling with skyrocketing inflation, high unemployment insurance taxes, and a severe worker shortage. This is one more burdensome mandate passed on by unelected bureaucrats that will cause more harm. Farm owners have fought back against the measure over recent months, claiming that lowering the overtime pay threshold will threaten family farms by driving up labor costs. New York plans to counteract the negative economic impact the new overtime hours threshold could have on New York farmers by expanding tax credits for farmers as part of Governor Kathy Hochul's budget plan. Farm owners would be able to receive a tax credit of $1,200 per employee and a refundable overtime tax credit was established to help farm employers pay the increased overtime hourly wages. A man riding in a car with his cousin shot and killed another passenger, then returned to the same neighborhood near Orlando hours later and shot four more people, killing a journalist covering the original shooting and a nine-year-old girl. Orange County Sheriff John Mina characterized the shootings Wednesday as random acts of violence. Mina said during a news conference Thursday that 19-year-old Keith Melvin Moses has been arrested and charged with first-degree murder in the initial shooting that killed 38-year-old Natasha Augustin and that numerous more charges would follow. Spectrum News 13 identified the slain reporter as Dylan Lyons. Authorities say the gunman also killed Tyona Major and critically wounded her mother at a nearby home. The White House is calling on congressional Republicans to increase the fines levied on rail companies for safety violations in the wake of the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. 
There are still safety and health concerns among residents in the village after dozens of train cars being pulled by Norfolk Southern went off the tracks on February 3rd and released chemicals into the area. The White House says that the highest fine that can be charged to companies for violations involving the transportation of hazardous material is $225,455. That's less than 1% of Norfolk Southern's profits last year of $3.27 billion. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, chance of snow showers mainly before noon. Mostly cloudy with temperatures falling to around 21 degrees by 5 p.m. Wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 14. Tomorrow, chance of snow showers. Cloudy with a high near 33 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 20 degrees. Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. And Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 24 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. I can't believe we have to make this commercial. It's ridiculous. You'll think it's ridiculous too. Listen to this. This commercial is about, well, it's about parents being rude at high school athletic events. Ridiculous, right? It gets worse. Studies show more than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of bad adult behavior. So now there's a shortage of refs here in New York. In almost all sports. No officials means no more games. Is that what you want for us? Come on, parents. It's time to grow up. Cheer for your team. Be proud of your children. But stop being so ridiculous. And don't make us run another commercial. Because we will. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association, reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship. I'm Martin. Thirteen on WMBF. You're listening to the final hour of First News with me, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have a couple delays this morning. Elk Lake School District and Susquehanna Career and Technology Center will be on a three-hour delay today due to power issues. And we have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8005 in New Milford Township and Hartford Township. 1037 in Great Bend Township, 2046 in Arrowroute Township and Jackson Township, 1020 in Liberty Township, and 858 in Apollicon Township. We'll have lane restrictions for road work like brushing and crack sealing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 23 degrees, some light snow, fog, and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 11 degrees. Today a chance of snow showers mainly before noon. Mostly cloudy with a high near 29 degrees, blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour, a 30% chance of snow. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 14. Tomorrow, a chance of snow showers. Cloudy with a high near 33 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 20. Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. And Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 24 degrees. It's 8.15. You're listening to WMBF. Funny duck. WNBF. 
818 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Ilya Lyabushkin scored a shorthanded goal one minute and 41 seconds into overtime, helping Tage Thompson and the Buffalo Sabres beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 6-5. With Thompson scoring three times in his fourth hat-trick of the season, Buffalo led 5-3 early in the third period. After Tampa Bay rallied, the Sabres got the win when Lyabushkin beat Andre Veselevsky on a breakaway for his first goal of the season. Zemgis Gergensens and Jack Quinn also scored for Buffalo, and Eric Comrie made 36 saves. Rangers in action as well. Philippe Zadina scored the go-ahead goal midway through the second period, and Vil Huso made 30 saves to help the Detroit Red Wings beat the New York Rangers 4-1. The Red Wings have surged into the playoff picture with seven wins in eight games, giving them a chance to earn a wild-card spot and end a seven-year postseason drought. Vincent Trocek pulled New York to a one-all tie shortly before Zadina scored. Jaroslav Halak stopped 19 shots for the Rangers, who have dropped three straight since a seven-game winning streak. Some basketball action tonight. The New York Knicks come back from the All-Star break. They face the Washington Wizards after winning three games in a row. Tonight's meeting will be the third of the season between the two teams. Washington is 15-17 and 17 against the Eastern Conference, New York 23-16. and 16. Overall, the Knicks are 33-27 and 27 on the other side of the All-Star break. They're sixth in the Eastern Conference in a good playoff position. Tonight's game against the Wizards at 7 o'clock. And the Knicks right behind the Brooklyn Nets in the Eastern Conference playoff picture. The Nets fifth in the Eastern Conference at 34-24. and 24. They'll play the Chicago Bulls tonight at 8 o'clock. Now, it should be an interesting last few weeks of the season between the Knicks and the Nets. The Knicks getting better at the trade deadline. The Nets losing Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Well, certainly not going to help the Nets win games. But the Knicks getting better with Josh Hart. They could see the Knicks overcome the Nets in the standings over the next couple weeks or so. That should be an interesting finish. The Knicks would get to skip the play-in tournament and go straight to the NBA playoffs. Some baseball news. Major League Baseball is officially back as spring training games are set to get underway today. At 1 o'clock, the Boston Red Sox will play their annual game against the Northeastern University Huskies. Then at 3 o'clock, the San Diego Padres will face the Seattle Mariners, and the Texas Rangers will meet the Kansas City Royals. The New York Yankees and Mets get their spring training schedule started tomorrow at 1 o'clock, with the Yankees visiting the Phillies and the Mets playing split games, first at 1 o'clock against the Astros and second at 6 o'clock against the Marlins. Uh, former Binghamton Rumble Pony, Jose Buto, and could be a current Binghamton Rumble Pony, it's too early to know. Well, he's going to be making that 6 o'clock start for the Mets. So a friendly face on the mound there. I like these split squad games. It gives you a chance to see some of the younger guys you might not see for more than an at-bat or a half inning in the field during other games. And for the split squad games, half the team goes on the road, half the team stays. And part of the team that stays is obviously the major league players who aren't going to hop on a bus for three hours, especially in the Florida League, the Grapefruit League, and the Cactus League out in Arizona. All the stadiums are mostly right next to each other, so it doesn't really matter. But for the Florida games, which is where the Yankees and Mets both play, when they play those split games, the road team is a really good chance to see the single-A guys, the double-A guys that the Yankees have invited to camp. You're going to see guys like Jason Dominguez play those games this year for the Yankees. Maybe Brett Beatty and Francisco Alvarez. Well, they might keep Alvarez at the home team or do it more of a day-to-day basis. But a lot of minor league talent going to be on the road in spring training. A lot of people we might see with the Binghamton Rumble Ponies this year. Something to keep an eye on.
It's 822 on WMBF. Now it's time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. After a slow start to the session, investors rallied to break a five-day losing streak on Thursday. The Dow Jones gained 108 points to finish at 33,154. S&P picked up half a percent. The Nasdaq Composite rose seven-tenths of one percent. Yes, Beyond Meat did post a $67 million loss in its fourth quarter, but Wall Street was expecting an $80 million loss. The mismatch was enough to drive share prices in the meat alternative company higher by 14% in after-hours trading. More grim news in the housing market. The average long-term U.S. mortgage rate rose to 6.5% this week, nearly double last year's rate. The 15-year rate popular for home refinancing climbed to nearly 5.8%. The Kosori air fryer looks great and works like a charm. The only problem is that it tends to overheat and burst into flames. The company that makes it has issued a recall of 2 million Kosori air fryers after getting hundreds of reports of fires. Jim Ryan, ABC News. My friend Teddy almost set his house on fire. He used a counterfeit, you know, a fake wall charger. He had to go to the hospital. My big sister Jenna's face turned bright red. She was just showing people online how to use a new cream. She still has the scars. My brother's friend Billy had to jump off his motor scooter when it caught fire. He fell and got hit by a car. He broke his leg, blew his chances to play basketball in college. My BFF Chloe was riding her bike and hit a ditch. Her helmet broke in two. Now, she has a brain injury. There is a cost to buying cheap. Do you want to pay the price? Real products are tested for safety. Protect yourself. Don't fall for fake products. Visit ncpc.org slash go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the United States Patent and Trademark Office. If you- Eight twenty-five on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. You know, it's not just you. All of our attention spans are really shrinking. Gloria Mark is a professor of informatics at UC Irvine who studies how digital media impacts our lives. In 2004, she said, we measured the average attention on a screen to be around two and a half minutes. Some years later, we found attention spans to be about 75 seconds. Now we find people can only pay attention to one screen for an average of 47 seconds. Every time you get distracted, it takes time for your brain to refocus on what you were originally doing. So what can you do about it? Well, knock out your tasks that don't require focus during the time of the day when you feel foggy. But when you're at your best, tune out distractions and plow through the work that really requires your concentration. At night, jot down everything swirling around in your head onto a piece of paper to offload it. And then put that piece of paper away. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Are you wasting money on a timeshare you rarely use? Cancel it with Titan Exit Group. Get a free consultation and see how they can stop the never-ending maintenance fees and mortgage payments. In fact, if your timeshare contract is not terminated, you owe nothing, so you have nothing to lose. But those monthly fees get legally released from your timeshare, 100% guaranteed. Call now for your free consultation at 800-200-0894. 800-200-0894. 
Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Texting privacy. News Radio 1290 WMBF. 828 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have a couple of delays this morning. Elk Lake School District and Susquehanna Career and Technology Center will be on a three-hour delay today due to power issues and some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8005 in New Milford Township and Harford Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 2046 in Ararat Township and Jackson Township, 1020 in Liberty Township, and 858 in Apollicon Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like ditch cleaning and crack sealing. National Weather Service forecasts for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 23 degrees, some light snow fog and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 11 degrees. Today, a chance of snow showers mainly before noon. Mostly cloudy with a high near 29 degrees. Blustery conditions. Wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour. A 30% chance of snow. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 14 degrees. Tomorrow, a chance of snow showers. Cloudy with a high near 33 degrees. A 40% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 20. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 24 degrees. It's 8.30. You're listening to WMBF. Some kids never smile. They're embarrassed by their crooked teeth. They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. That can make everything worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert, a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again. But donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, visit aaoinfo.org. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment Update. ABC Entertainment News. Let the rampage begin. Cocaine Bear is in theaters this weekend. The darkly comedic, bloody, true-ish tale of a bear who finds a package of cocaine in the woods and goes nuts. Carrie Russell, among the film's stars, telling me trying to pretend a CGI bear was attacking her and her friends was kind of nuts. It was us in the woods with... Liz screaming on a megaphone going, okay, now he's eating his face off. There's blood dripping all down his body. And now he's climbing up and his leg just fell off and it's blood squirting all over. You're like, what are we doing? It's insanity. Elizabeth Banks directed Cocaine Bear. It'll likely finish second this weekend to the new Ant-Man movie. 
Warner Brothers going back to Middle Earth, announcing on its earnings call that the studios struck a deal for more Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies. Rihanna will perform her Oscar-nominated Black Panther song at the Oscars March 12th, and Cocaine Bear star O'Shea Jackson Jr. is 32 today. Jason Athens and ABC News, Hollywood. Your where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, February 24th. You're listening to WNBF. Binghamton City Attorney showed up with police officers and garbage trucks to clean up a home that had become a neighborhood nuisance. The house at 314 Prospect Street in the First Ward had been targeted under the city's lockdown law after a man was shot there. Representatives of the Binghamton's Corporation Council's office were accompanied by police and trash crews when they visited the home around 12.45 p.m. Thursday. Police called for more officers a short time later when they encountered some resistance. Neighbors applauded as public works employees loaded garbage and old furniture into a couple of waiting trucks. One man watching the spectacle from across the street said it's about time. Entrances to the building were being boarded up as some of the trash was removed. Mayor Jared Cram last September said a warning letter had been sent to the owner of the Prospect Street property because it had been deemed a public nuisance. At the time, the mayor said the owner had 30 days to submit a corrective action plan to the city to address the problems. If the issues weren't addressed, the city could go to court to seek a temporary closing of the premises. In an email to WMBF News Thursday, Cram said the property owners were being served a preliminary injunction. A city court hearing on the proposed lockdown is scheduled for March 6th. The mayor said this is the latest step in the city prosecuting the property owners following the lockdown warning. He said if the city is successful at next month's hearing, the property will be locked down. The city has used the lockdown law sparingly over the last decade. It's generally been employed for nightclubs or after-hours establishments following ongoing criminal activity. New York Governor Kathy Hochul has criticized Congressman George Santos for backing a measure that would designate the AR-15 rifle as the national gun of the United States. Santos, who represents a Long Island district, is co-sponsoring the bill with fellow Republicans Andrew Clyde of Georgia and Lauren Boebert of Colorado. In a statement released Thursday, Hochul said it is outrageous and appalling that Santos would attach his name to the legislation. Hochul said this weapon of war has been used in mass shootings across the country, including at a top supermarket in Buffalo, where the shooter used a modified AR-15 to murder 10 people in a despicable act of white supremacist terror. Authorities said 18-year-old Peyton Gendron of Conklin brought the semi-automatic Bushmaster XM-15 rifle at an Endicott gun shop. The proposed legislation, supported by Santos, would declare an AR-15-style rifle chambered in a 223 Remington round or a 5.56 by 45 millimeter NATO round, the national gun. Hochul said the bill, which attempts to glorify the weapons that often have been used in mass shootings, adds unforgivable insult to injury for those who have lost loved ones to such violence. The Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force executed a search warrant at 383 Cobb Road in the town of Maine. As a result of the search, law enforcement officers seized over $10,000 in methamphetamine and a number of weapons, including illegal pistols and rifles, high-capacity magazines, and ammunition. As a result of the investigation, 32-year-old Corey Dixon from the town of Maine was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the second degree, two counts of criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, three counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, nine counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal possession of stolen property in the fourth degree, and criminally using drug paraphernalia in the second degree. 
Broome County Sheriff Fred Akshar stated this case is another remarkable victory for the collective teamwork of our local law enforcement agencies. Getting dangerous narcotics and illegal weapons out of circulation is key to building a safer future for our families. And I applaud the detectives and officers for all their hard work getting it done for our community. On Wednesday, New York State approved a measure to lower the hourly threshold for farm workers to qualify for overtime pay to 40 hours in 2032. The hourly threshold for farm workers in New York to start receiving overtime pay will be lowered from 60 hours per week to 40 hours per week by 2032. Beginning in 2024, the threshold will be lowered to 56 hours per week before receiving overtime pay. The threshold will continue to decrease over the years until it reaches 40 hours per week by 2032. Roberta Reardon, New York State Department of Labor Commissioner, said it would ensure equity for farm workers who are the very backbone of our agricultural sector. Following the finalization of the change, State Senate GOP leader Rob Ort stated our family farmers are already struggling with skyrocketing inflation, high unemployment insurance taxes, and a severe worker shortage. This is one more burdensome mandate passed on by unelected bureaucrats that will cause more harm. Farm owners have fought back against the measure over recent months, claiming that lowering the overtime pay threshold will threaten family farms by driving up labor costs. New York plans to counteract the negative economic impact the new overtime hours threshold could have on New York farmers by expanding tax credits for farmers as part of Governor Kathy Hochul's budget plan. Farm owners would be able to receive a tax credit of $1,200 per employee, and a refundable overtime tax credit was established to help farm employers pay the increased overtime hourly wages. A man riding in a car with his cousin shot and killed another passenger, then returned to the same neighborhood near Orlando hours later and shot four more people, killing a journalist covering the original shooting and a nine-year-old girl. Orange County Sheriff John Mina characterized the shootings Wednesday as random acts of violence. Mina said during a news conference Thursday that 19-year-old Keith Melvin Moses has been arrested and charged with first-degree murder in the initial shooting that killed 38-year-old Natasha Augustin and that numerous more charges would follow. Spectrum News 13 identified the slain reporter as Dylan Lyons. Authorities say the gunman also killed Tyona Major and critically wounded her mother at a nearby home. The White House is calling on congressional Republicans to increase the fines levied on rail companies for safety violations in the wake of the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. There are still safety and health concerns among residents in the village after dozens of train cars being pulled by Norfolk Southern went off the tracks on February 3rd and released chemicals into the area. The White House says that the highest fine that can be charged to companies for violations involving the transportation of hazardous material is $225,455. That's less than 1% of Norfolk Southern's profits last year of $3.27 billion. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, chance of snow showers mainly before noon. Mostly cloudy with temperatures falling to around 21 degrees by 5 p.m. Wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour, a 30% chance of rain. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 14. Tomorrow, chance of snow showers. Cloudy with a high near 33 degrees, a 40% chance of rain. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 20 degrees. Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. And Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 24 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section, when dad injured his back, when your basketball star tore his ACL. Opioids helped with the pain, and you held on to them, just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? 
Opioids are powerful pain-reducing prescription medicines, but most people who are prescribed opioids don't finish their prescriptions. So millions of unused opioids are sitting in homes across the country. And tragically, more than 100 Americans die every day from overdoses involving opioids. What can you do to protect your family? Remove the risk of unused opioids from your home. Pills, patches, or syrups in drawers, purses, and cabinets. Anywhere they might be hiding. To find out how to dispose of them properly, visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Now, if you've heard any of the sports updates so far, you know I'm excited because today is the official start of spring training games. We have three games today, two real games, and the Boston Red Sox will play their annual game against the Northeastern University Huskies. It's always one of my favorite games of the year. But it also represents a great chance for Binghamton fans to kind of get to know some of the players that may be rolling through this summer. Now, it's too early to know for sure where everybody is going to end up on the roster and what level every player is going to end up on. We might have some ideas about some people. I would assume that Ronnie Mauricio would be the lone top 10 prospect remaining in AA for the Mets from last year. Brett Beatty and Francisco Alvarez already moved up to AAA last year even getting some MLB experience, but will both likely start the year in AAA. Maybe not Alvarez, but we'll see about that. The Mets getting Omar Narvaez gives them the opportunity to let Alvarez season a little bit more in AAA. But maybe a first look at some new guys that are going to be in town uh, playing games at Morabito Stadium all summer. Good opportunity to get to know them. So it's an exciting time, and I'm excited to, for the first time, live in a minor league baseball town. I've always been a a big league town. I've always had the Yankees and the Mets right next door. So this is the first full season that's going to be all minor league baseball for me. This is the only games I'm going to be going to this year. So I have a feeling that I'm going to get to know all of these prospects quite well. Quite well over the next few months. It's 845. You're listening to WMBF. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit FDA.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. Riverwalk Vets. That sound is why we fund life-saving science. That sound is why we push you to be healthier. That sound is why we have an unhealthy obsession with your health at American Heart Association. Get the facts at heart.org slash your health. News Radio 848 on WMBF. We're now joined by Preston from Broom Tioga Workforce. How's it going, Preston? It's going well. How are you, James? Uh, pretty good so far. All right. So what do you got for us? So, I want, yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about what Broom Tioga Workforce has to offer. 
Uh, Broomtag Workforce offers several services free of charge. They include resume building, interviewing techniques, job search strategies, and more. We have several computers at our center that you can use to do your work search, print out resumes, and apply for jobs. We also have fax machines that you can utilize to help you in your work search efforts. You can create your own resume by utilizing our resume builder Winway, or you can schedule an appointment to meet with one of our counselors who can help you create a resume. Now, I've used Winway, and Winway is a great tool. It gives you a step-by-step -step procedure on how to set up a resume, and afterwards you print it out and you're all set to go. It's quick and easy and very effective. Um, we also offer training funds that you might be eligible for. These funds can get you up to $3,000 that you can use to fund programs approved by New York State. So we have a lot of services that are free to people that they can utilize and take advantage of. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 4 p.m. Uh, we have counselors available. We can set up appointments for people on an individual basis, or they can come in and walk, do like what we call a walk-in and meet with a counselor on a walk-in basis. So we have a lot of different availabilities for people and a lot of different services that people can utilize. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff for Broomtioga Workforce. Really, everything you could possibly need in your job search. Well, Broomtioga Workforce can help you out with it. Absolutely. Definitely. Anything that you can think of that would help you get a job, we can help you do. That's what that's what we need right there. That's what I would need if I was looking for a job. I wouldn't be able to do it myself. I'd need to go to somebody and say, just tell me everything. Tell me everything I need. Help me, and then it'll all work out for the best for everybody. You got it. Absolutely. That's what we're here for. Absolutely. Well, Preston, thanks for joining us today. Hope you enjoy your weekend. Yes, you too. Take care. It's 850 on WMBF. Some Eight fifty-two on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have a couple delays this morning. Elk Lake School District and Susquehanna Career and Technology Center will be on a three-hour delay today due to power issues. Some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County. State Route twenty-nine in Franklin Township, eight thousand five in New Milford Township and Harford Township, ten thirty-seven in Great Bend Township. 2046 in Ararat Township and Jackson Township, 1020 in Liberty Township, and 858 in Apollicon Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like crack sealing and brushing. National Weather Service forecasts for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 23 degrees, some light snow, fog, and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 11 degrees. Today, chance of snow showers mainly before noon. Mostly cloudy with a high near 29 degrees. Blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 33 miles per hour. A 30% chance of snow. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low near 14. Tomorrow, chance of snow showers. Cloudy with a high near 33 degrees. A 40% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 20. And Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 46. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 24 degrees. It's 8.54. You're listening to WMBF. Eight fifty-five on WMBF. Time for a sports update. 
Elia Lyabushkin scored a shorthanded goal one minute and 41 seconds into overtime, helping Tage Thompson and the Buffalo Sabres beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 6-5. With Thompson scoring three times in his fourth hat-trick of the season, Buffalo led 5-3 early in the third period. After Tampa Bay rallied, the Sabres got the win when Lyabushkin beat Andre Vasilevsky on a breakaway for his first goal of the season. Zemgis Gergensens and Jack Quinn also scored for Buffalo, and Eric Comrie made 36 saves. The Rangers in action as well. Philippe Zadina scored the go-ahead goal midway through the second period, and Ville Huso made 30 saves to help the Detroit Red Wings beat the New York Rangers 4-1. The Red Wings have surged into the playoff picture with seven wins in eight games, giving them a chance to earn a wild card and end a seven-year postseason drought. Vincent Trocek pulled New York into a one-all tie shortly before Zadina scored. Jaroslav Halak stopped 19 shots for the Rangers, who have dropped three straight since a seven-game winning streak. Basketball returning tonight to New York. The New York Knicks come into a matchup with the Washington Wizards as winners of three games in a row. Tonight's meeting will be the third of the season between the two teams. Washington is 15-17 and 17 against the Eastern Conference. The Knicks 23-16 and 16 against conference opponents. Game is tonight at 7. Now the Knicks come out of the All-Star break at 33-27. and 27. They're 6th in the Eastern Conference. That puts them right behind the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets 34-24. and 24. They're 5th in the Eastern Conference. The Nets return tonight at 8 o'clock when they visit the Chicago Bulls. That should be an interesting end of the season for the Knicks and the Nets. The Knicks adding Josh Hart at the trade deadline getting a little bit better. But the Nets losing Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving to trades. Kyrie Irving going to Dallas, Kevin Durant going to the Suns. Now, no matter what you get back in the trade for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, you're certainly going to take a step back when you no longer have those two guys on the team. So it'll be interesting to see if the Nets can keep pace with the Eastern Conference playoff race or if the Knicks can overtake them for fifth and give them a little bit of a cushion to avoid the play-in tournament. Some baseball news. Major League Baseball is officially back as spring training games are set to get underway today. At 1 o'clock, the Boston Red Sox will play their annual game against the Northeastern University Huskies. Then at 3 o'clock, the San Diego Padres will face the Seattle Mariners, and the Texas Rangers will meet the Kansas City Royals. The New York Yankees and Mets get their spring training schedules started tomorrow at 1 o'clock. The Yankees visit the Philadelphia Phillies, and the Mets are playing a split game. First at 1 o'clock against the Astros and second at 6 o'clock against the Marlins. Now in that 6 o'clock game, the split squad game, Jose Buto is going to be making a start. I'm Binghamton Rumble Ponies fans, probably familiar with him. Threw a lot of innings for the Rumble Ponies this past season. And Major League Baseball is introducing bigger bases this season as part of a flurry of changes designed to put more action and athleticism back in the game. We're going to see bigger bases, limits on infield shifts, and a pitch clock. Should make the game move a little bit faster. Maybe get back to that old school baseball that people have been asking for. It's 8.59. You're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM. WMBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton. A town square media station. Closing out the final hour of the week of WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Coming up next, Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Your chance to call in, contribute to the program. ABC Up First.